Could you ever see her being your wife one day? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a, I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's possible. So you wouldn't rule that out? I wouldn't we completely. Never about it. We, I've never a hundred percent thought about it. Um, What's up, everybody? My name is Mel, and welcome to Rejection Is a Bitch podcast. If you're new to the channel, feel free to hit that subscribe button for your boy. And if you're returning, hit the like button, hit the comment section. I want to hear what you got to say about this topic and definitely share this with at least one person. One of the most common ways that people feel rejected when it comes to relationships is being put in the friend zone. You know that's something that's not comfortable at all. It makes you really evaluate yourself, say, is there something bad about me? What is it about me that doesn't make them want to be with me? And that's exactly what we're going to discuss today. We're going to discuss nine ways and nine indicators to show that you are in the friend zone. And we're also going to discuss all the ways that you can get out of the friend zone. Be sure you stay to the end of this video as we go over that. I found a very, very interesting video, a guy who's stuck in the friend zone. Let's take a look. How long have you been friends? 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. 10, 10, going on 11 yeah. years. In that time period, have you never had feelings for each other? No, like he's been just a, such a great friend. So like I couldn't like see the other side of it. Could you ever see her being your wife one day? <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's a, I mean, it's possible. I mean, it's possible. So you wouldn't rule that out? I wouldn't we completely. Never about it. We, I've never 100% thought about it. Um, I mean, it's possible, but yeah, we're friends. How come it's a possibility in your mind, but for you, you're like, I would just never look at him that way? We've been such good friends. I don't want to ruin the friendship. How could you ruin a friendship by getting closer? Well, you know, like when people take friendships into relationships, they're not meant to be in a relationship. They were always meant to be friends. He just doesn't fit that box? No, I wouldn't say that because he fits all the boxes. Then why not move the relationship further? I never thought about it, honestly. I never thought about it, honestly. Yes, she has. She thought about it several times. And she immediately put this man in the friend zone. The thing that trips me out, guys, and there's no attack on this lady or any other ladies out there. It trips me out how women in general will say that I want my husband to be my best friend. I want my man to be my best friend. But they'll have a best friend for 10 years and won't make him their husband. It seems a bit oxymoronic, ladies. I'm sorry. It seems a bit oxymoronic that you will have someone so close to you that fits all the boxes as she says meets all your criteria but you don't want to take it to that next level why is this the case let's really break this down let's be real here more often than not this is an attraction issue and this is not just women putting men in the friend zone of course men put women in the friend zone as well and as a man i can say if it's ever a time that i put a woman in the friend zone in my life it has always been because i'm not attracted to her can agree with that in the comment section. Tell me your opinion. If you believe I'm way off, you let me know. But typically, the woman or the man is just not into you. That's why they can't see you as their significant other. As you saw in this video, this lady made it clear that she's not into him. She doesn't see him romantically. She doesn't see an opportunity, doesn't see an avenue where they could take it to that level. And you can see the agony, the pain. It looks so horrible. It looks so horrific seeing what this man wanted to say but could not say because he's so deep 
and the friend zone. Now, if you're new to this podcast, you may or may not hear something that's about to shock you. But any of you have seen my previous episodes, you know what I'm about to say. This man is not a victim. He's not a victim whatsoever. He's put himself in this predicament, in this position, and he's been totally rejected year after year. Ten years, a full decade has passed, and this man hasn't seen a piece of that. Yeah, he ain't seen none of it. Uh, (laughs) I got to ask this gentleman, what are you getting out of this? What are you getting out of having a friendship with this lady? Knowing that you not only like her, but very well may love her. Did y'all see what this man was really saying? Like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, I I mean, we could one day, but uh, man, shut up. Man up. Like, seriously, what is going on? When this stuff happens, guys, it makes you think, how low do you view yourself? That you allow someone to determine how things go for you in a relationship. You will allow someone to dictate and maneuver your life. And you are choosing to be dragged along. You are choosing to be disrespected. You are choosing, my brother, to be rejected. The greatest freedom is the freedom of choice. And you have chosen to be stuck in the friend zone. How do you sleep at night knowing that she's telling you about the guy she's going to be with? Knowing that you want to be that guy. So I don't want anybody feeling bad for this guy. I don't want anybody in the comment section telling me, poor him. No, he's getting what he rightfully deserves. Let's go to the other side of the spectrum. Lady, how could you do somebody this way? How can you string somebody along knowing that you don't want to be with them, knowing that he wants to be? I don't believe any woman when they say or any man when they say, I never thought he thought of me like that. I never thought she looked at me like that. We're just too good of friends. I, I know he don't look at me like that. I know she don't look at me like that. You're lying. What it is, you have so sternly put them in that position that you totally disregard who they are as a person. You don't care about their feelings. You don't care about what hurts them, what makes them happy, what makes them sad. All you care about is yourself. We throw this word narcissistic and narcissism around so easily and so freely. But if that's not narcissistic behavior, what is? I'm going to be honest. Someone that puts people in the friend zone intentionally does not deserve an actual good relationship because you're blind. You are a broken person, and you truly don't know what you want in a relationship because you have the person that would be perfect in a relationship right in front of you, and you are choosing to ignore it. And in this case, she may be looking right past this guy because she can look right over his head. She's taller than him. So more than likely, she's probably the woman that doesn't want a shorter guy. That is fine. Everyone has preferences. Tell the man. What makes it so hard to tell the person what you don't want? Because the person who puts somebody in the friend zone, what they do want is to use you for whatever they can get out of you. On the women's standpoint, more often than not, they put people in the friend zone that they love to communicate with, have conversations with, to get the male perspective from. From a man's point of view, he may keep a woman in the friend zone that he, you know, sleep with here and there, but loves to have fun with, loves to have feminine energy from, but he would never commit to her. It's wrong to do people this way. But... It's not as wrong as that person choosing to be rejected. So let's get to the meat of this conversation. What is the friend zone? How can you recognize it? And how can we get out of it? The friend zone is defined as the state of being friends with someone when you would prefer a romantic or sexual relationship with them. 
And let me be clear, the friend zone can happen to anyone. I've seen some of the most beautiful people, men with six figures, women that are models. I've seen everybody across the spectrum be put in the friend zone. Because there's always someone that thinks that they're better than you. That they rank a little bit higher in the sexual marketplace. So to think that you aren't in the friend zone or you can't potentially be in the friend zone, you're definitely mistaken. But let's go over the nine ways and the nine indicators to know that you are in the friend zone. Number one, they suggest to bring friends along. What do I mean? Anytime you're inviting them somewhere, you say, hey, let's go out for lunch. Let's go out for brunch. Let's go to dinner. Come over to my place. They always say, okay, cool. Who all going to be there? Okay, cool. Well, my friend's coming too. Matter of fact, bring your homeboys. They're trying to make this thing a collaborative effort because they don't want to be alone with you. That's a bad sign. Yeah, you, you, you in the friend zone. Number two, they play matchmaker with you. You know, when you're hanging out with them, they bust like, ooh, she cute. Y'all look good together. Or a guy who has his homegirl in the friend zone. Hey, I got this homeboy. He'll be perfect for you. Yeah, that's a high indicator that you're in the friend zone. Number three, they always referring to you as their brother, you know, or their sister. Don't get me wrong. There are situations where, you know, you see people that's married that say, oh, just my brother. Turns out they actually have a sex. And I'm not saying that friend zone people don't have sex here and there. Matter of fact, that would make a lot of dudes stick around if he has had sex with her at least once or twice. But if she calling you brother, if he's calling you sister, more often than not, they never review you as a husband, wife, or actual someone they date. They want to keep you there so when they get their actual person, you won't be viewed as a threat. Number four, they always talking to you about their crush. They always got something to say about who they like. And they want your advice about what they should do about that person who they like. And it's not just surface level stuff. This is deep rooted, all details, what kind of draws he had on, you know, all this stuff. They telling you everything because they don't view you as somebody that will be offended by it. You know you ain't got no chance for me, so you my brother. You need to stay over in brother lane and hear me out, brother. Matter of fact, I'm going to let y'all meet next week. Number five, this is a good one. They not afraid to show they nasty side around you. I ain't talking about sexual. I'm talking about burping. Farting, picking their nose, them loud, nasty sneezes and stuff. You know, you meet when a girl really likes you, she gonna, she, excuse me. If she don't, <laughs> she gonna show that ugly face. Even if it's an ugly cry, you know, they gonna show their ugly side around you because you ain't nothing to impress. They ain't trying to impress you. Number six, they take you for granted. You got that homegirl that call you, you think, oh man, it's going to be the day she finally want me. She finally going to give me something. Or she finally going to be my woman. You know, you, everybody don't been there. You put on your best cologne, best clothes, all that. Just for her to say, hey, do you mind giving me a ride? Uh, yeah, I don't mind. How far is it? It's about two hours away. I wouldn't, I mean, if you're busy, just let me know. But you just, I just always can rely upon you. I need you. And you take your pump butt on up and do that two-hour drive. I'm not going to be wrong. She will ask somebody to do something for her that she's interested in as well. However, they going to get some incentive at the end of that. They going to get a kiss. They going to get some romantic time. They going to get a relationship. But you, on the other hand, thank you, brother. Drive safe. Let me know when you make it back. Talk to you later. And nine times out of ten, you probably just drove her to see that other guy. Number seven, you always counseling stuff to accommodate them, but they never do the same for you. Even if it's things that's so important to you that you give them plenty of lead-up time for, they still don't make the effort to accommodate you. You in the friend zone. Number eight, they deflect romantic feelings. Everything you do for them, even if it's the sweetest of things, you go above and beyond. You know she ain't got no relationship, she ain't got no valentine, so you send a dozen roses over, and they post it on Facebook saying, oh, look what my brother got me. He is so sweet. She straight deflect that away to let you know it's a sweet thing, but you ain't getting none of this thing. 
It's just a sweet gesture, just like as if they daddy did it for him. It ain't nothing. You in the friend zone. And number nine, there's absolutely no spark. There's nothing there. No matter what you do, you give her the eyes, she look off real quick. You give her the lips, she look at you like, something wrong with you? Need some lip chat? It ain't nothing you can do to get her attention. She doesn't want you. She's not going to flirt with you. The flirt game is not reciprocated whatsoever. And then this is not something you got to see. Sometimes you just feel it. Sometimes you just know, like, man, this ain't normal. This ain't what happens when people are really feeling each other. And those are the nine things that are true, surefire indicators that you are in the friend zone. So now the moment you've been waiting for, if you're someone that's in the friend zone and you want to get out, Rather that be with this current person or be with someone else going forward. You don't want to ever be in the friend zone again. I have the answers and I have the solution for you. The most powerful thing that a man can do, that anyone can do, is to become more desirable. I'm not saying go out sleeping with other people or going out on multiple dates. But if the person that you are pursuing or the person that you're in the friend zone with can see clearly that you are someone that other people desire, you instantly go up a rank in their mind. And this is definitely a process that you don't want to rush. You don't want to jump into tomorrow. Let this be something that you do gradually over time because that will show consistency and that will show that person that you are this and not just trying to become this. No one wants someone that no one else wants, point blank. If you're someone who you're sole priority, your sole focus is on this one person. There's no one else. You have no other suitors out there that would desire you. That's something that has to be updated. Rather that be in your aesthetics. There's certain things about us we can't change, but there are a lot of things about us that we can. Are you someone that's desirable? Are you paying attention to the way you look, the way you smell, how much weight you have gained over the past months or so? Are you paying attention to things that people normally desire? How high is your confidence level? There are some people that are too arrogant. They are too over the top. That begins to turn people off over time. Then there's people that's confidence is way too low. And that definitely turns people off, making people not want to be around you whatsoever. Finding an even kill, even balance of confidence that doesn't bleed over to arrogance. Don't be weird. And I know that's a subjective word. But being weird is relative to the group that you're a part of. If you know this particular person that you're seeking after is a part of a certain demographic and they have certain intricacies about them that may not appeal to other people that you would normally hang around, then what you do around that person may come across as weird. So take that into consideration while you're determining if that's someone you want to actually pursue. If that is, then you may need to stop doing some of those things. Another thing that you can do, you need to be that fun person. Don't get me wrong. There is an element of fun that is a part of you already because otherwise they wouldn't want you around. But it's a difference between friendship fun and romantic fun. So romantic fun typically introduces what we like to call dopamine. Now dopamine is a chemical that focuses on pleasure. And there's a doctor by the name of Dr. John Medina that says pleasure and dopamine is typically the thing that causes someone to be memorable. You want to do something with this person that makes you rememberable. You got to do something that makes them excited, something that engages them, that makes them want to come back and do that memory with you all over again. And here's a couple of phrases that you can listen out for. Man, that was fun. Man, I love hanging out with you. Once you get someone to start to say those things, you know that you're in the money. And another thing I recommend in these moments when you are stuck in the friend zone and you want to get out, create contact. 
while you're creating these fun moments, putting your hand on their shoulder or the smile of their back, having some moments where they remember that fun moment with your physical touch as well. For some people, this is so elementary, like, duh, that's what you do automatically. But some people are actually stuck in the friend zone because you haven't made the move. You haven't initiated anything enough for that person to respond to you and let you know whether you are really in the friend zone or not. You put yourself in it and they just responding accordingly. Physical contact will reveal completely whether this romanticism can go forward or not. So either way, you out of the friend zone. Doing that physical contact, you start to make this person think, man, am I really attracted to them? Have I been misjudging the situation? Is this person really who I should be with? I really encourage you to start to value yourself so much that you never get in a position or in conversations where you're trying to prove to someone how valuable you are. Where you're trying to prove to someone that they should consider you as their mate or as their husband, as their wife. You don't have to prove that to anyone. Either they see it or they don't. It's not something to go consistently back and forth about. So sometimes it's best to take a step back and say, hey, if you don't see that now, if that's somebody you really, really want, which I don't think anyone's worth that, but if it's somebody you really, really want, take a step back, take some time apart, and do those steps I mentioned before. Start to work on yourself. You become so valuable that they actually come to you now and tell you how much you are worth it. To understand that your position, your feelings, your heart, everything that you're investing to someone else, that matters too. It's not just the other person that matters. There's so many people out here that are really just taking the back seat and really just going along for the ride. Man, please, if relationships was a vehicle, it'd be like the vehicles you see at driving school where there's a steering wheel on this side, there's a steering wheel on this side, there's brakes on this side, brakes, gas, gas. We are equal when it comes to our emotions and how we care for each other. So not one person dictates what this relationship stands for. Not one person dictates how we move forward in this relationship. We both have equal footing, both have an equal share in what we do in this relationship going forward. Once marriage takes place, yeah, you create your different roles. But when you're dating and you're having friendships with others, we both determine what that is, not just one person. So anyone that's listening, if you're in the friend zone, I highly recommend that you make a move. Whether that be out of it, whether that be further along to see if there is a romantic side of this relationship. But don't go along thinking that you have no choice. That's complete powerlessness. And I want you to live a powerful life. But it don't matter what I want. What do you want? Do you want to take the power back? Or do you want to continue to choose to be rejected? day in, day out, without any influence on what happens to you going forward. Make the choice for yourself today. And we'll see you next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time for the next episode of Rejection is a Bitch Podcast. Let's grow.